here we are again. Uh, welcome to our next episode of our Sunday Prep. Um, we are here on this beautiful, shiny morning, as you can see it, uh, to meditate and bring closer to us uh, the scriptures. But first, Jim, how are you doing? Good morning, Father Matt. I'm doing very well. Yeah, how uh, I would have to say I was thinking um, this morning and a little bit last night, too, um, you know, this time of the year, we always talk about like how busy things are or, or, you know, things like that. But, you know, outside of the the scheduling stuff, weather wise, this is kind of the best time of the year. Right. I mean, it, it's like you get warmth in the day, a little bit of coolness at night. It's perfect right now. It's uh, it's so it's a delightfully sunny day, <laughs> as you can tell, kind of beaming through our windows in the background. But um, yeah, it's kind of a great time of the year. And, uh, you know, once everyone kind of settles into the new routines of school and work and, you know, all the programs starting up again, it's uh, it's kind of a really delightful time. So, um, yeah, good things to think about and and to be excited for. So how are you doing today? I'm, I'm doing just great. Um, yeah, I love what I'm seeing outside of my window. And especially since uh, this week there were uh, some uh, warnings uh, about the... Uh, hurricane coming uh, our way, but thank God everything is, uh, we're okay, uh, nothing really happened, we had just a couple of uh, flashes of rain, which which is okay, we need that too, so mm -hmm. no, everything everything is, uh, we are good and safe, so that's that's what we need actually, right? Yeah. But um, talking about safety, oh, actually, um, uh, that's a good way to actually start the uh, reflection of our uh, weekend today. Uh, that we will be celebrating, that the liturgy of the word will bring to us, and safety. In the, the word uh, is understood in so many different ways. Uh, we can take uh, and put into the very word so many things. But today, um, the scripture reading brings us into the very thing that we are really afraid of. Uh, and um, when we think of it, we get kind of scared. Um, and more uh, specifically, the readings today bring to brings us to meditate upon forgiveness, and um, the same way uh, there are many ways to to speak about forgiveness, uh, the forgiveness that we receive from God, uh, most especially in the sacrament of reconciliation. But there is uh, even more um, strongly that the readings bring us uh, into the reflection upon forgiveness to another person, um, and um, as we all hear. Uh, our readings uh, for this Sunday, as well as the gospel, uh, we are focusing, uh, at least I am, uh, more strongly on our first reading. Um, and the first reading from the book of Sirach uh, begins um, in this very sentence, or with this very sentence. Wrath and anger are hateful things, yet the sinner... You know, um, when first I, I read it to, to meditate upon it, when I learned, when I read yet the sinner hugs them tight, you know? And I said to myself, you know what? <clears throat> I love to hug people. Uh, it is a beautiful expression of friendship, of care or love. Um, all the good things that um, are happening uh, or when we celebrate our birthdays or any other anniversaries, people will come and hug us, wish us well, best, and all the good things uh, that are come with it. <clears throat> Here's a different story. <laughs> Um, we speak about wrath and anger, very hateful things, and yet the sinner hugs them tight. How opening it is, uh, how very eye-opening it is 
to to listen to those words and even on this one sentence of focus to to meditate this weekend uh, because what happens when uh, we sin or when we live in the state of sin um, it is first of all not easy to to break them um, it becomes a habit it becomes um, even stronger to desire uh, to yeah overlook it or in other or even in different way we sin and we try to put it um, behind uh, buried deep uh, within our conscience with our mind uh, and our heart um, and so that's what um, to my uh, this to my mind uh, comes right away that's what we do when we speak about hugging uh, those uh, sinful things and so many other you know, that we can include when we speak about sin but um, that's what we tend really to do when we sin so that nobody knows, nobody hears, everything is nice and quiet and very deep, so nobody gets there. Um, however, the Lord is the one who reads mind and heart deeply, fully, even the areas of our mind and heart that we uh, do not even have an access to, um, we do not even search um, so deep. Um, and he knows that those harmful things are there. Um, and he speaks to us today to meditate upon those moments of our life, of our past, um, that are really harmful to us. And how are they harmful? Uh, because in time, <clears throat> they will still come out. They will be bothering us. We will feel like something, something is not right within. And um, the more we will try to just push it away, uh, the stronger they will be coming out. And how do they do that? On another person. Not so much even on us, as they will be coming on another person. How we, do we treat another person? How do we share things with another person? <clears throat> when something is bothering us, that's what uh, usually uh, comes out from us. The hatred, uh, anger, uh, all the negative feelings will be coming out of us. And unfortunately, they will be harmful not only to us, but uh, especially for, for those who are around us. Um, and unfortunately, uh, our family members, husband and wife, uh, or towards uh, children, or close relatives, friends, neighbors, they will be coming out that way. Um, that is why, as today, we will hear and meditate upon uh, this very sentence, um, or the readings uh, themselves, um, it is very um, appropriate to meditate. What is it that uh, sits uh, on, on my heart, on my shoulders, or on my mind um, that really pushes people away from me, uh, that I will do uh, when I'm angry, when I'm annoyed, when the day doesn't go the way I want it to. Um, and so, and then all these things will literally come together like a big atomic bomb uh, at, at one point. And when it does um, explode, <clears throat> that's when, when um, unfortunately, uh, harmful uh, things uh, and ways will come out from us. And even though we don't intend them to be that way, they will still be. So um, that's where my mind is going uh, to, to myself as well. If there's anything that prevents me from loving my neighbor, loving my enemy, uh, loving and expressing that love with, in the ways that will embrace them and help them too, uh, to see that, no, there is uh, 
forgiveness. There is a way to fix fix things and um, to bring about the goodness, a beautiful and true goodness into the lives of both parties um, and live them uh, with embrace uh, of God's grace. So that's where my mind is going. That's where I uh, wanted to share. So I'm, I'm passing down the microphone. Well, you know, Father, you speak a lot of truth there, you know, especially in, in every single person who's watching or listening to this knows this, that, you know, it's, it's as we kind of let those internal things kind of bottle up, that they tend to lash out at the people closest to us, which is kind of a strange thing because you think like, oh, those are the ones you would protect and we would lash out at strangers, but we tend to kind of lash out and, you know, demonstrate our anger and our wrath and frustration uh, towards people closest to us, which is kind of a, a terrible side effect of the the sin of this world. You know, we kind of damage and hurt those closest to us. Not that we should damage or hurt anyone, but, you know, it's, it, it's an interesting kind of reflection there. Um, you know, I'm thinking, Father, that uh, over the course of the liturgical year, there are certain Sundays that have certain uh, designations, like there's um, um, like Good Shepherd Sunday, there's like Corpus Christi Sunday, there's different kind of themes. So this one you could call like Forgive Your Neighbor Sunday, <laughs> because the entire readings are all about this idea of forgiveness from the Old Testament uh, and then into the gospel, which is a story which we've all probably heard before about the unforgiving servant and how many times must I forgive my neighbor. And so um, so obviously the theme of the weekend to reflect upon, but uh, I'm with you, Father. I think this kind of first reading uh, from the book of Sirach is, is striking, you know, um, in part because I think it, it touches something that's very like fundamental in our a basic human experience that we all can relate to. It's something that is very practical and something very concrete, which is the experience of anger and and wrath and how we kind of cling to those things. I think um, of, uh, you know, just my experience just this morning, you know, we're recording this first thing in the morning and, you know, my commute in the morning, dropping the kids off, it's, it's about a 15 minute drive for me. Not terrible, right? Um, but along that way, I'm kind of battling traffic through uh, <laughs> Route 46. And, you know, I can think of just as you were talking you know, three different drivers who kind of irritated me as we were driving. Now, I don't know those people from anything. And did they do anything objectively wrong? No, not really. I don't think they did anything wrong. But in those short moments of driving of kind of the, I got to get to work, I got to get to the kids to school. I'm thinking, this guy's, what is he doing? And why is this? And these little moments of kind of bubbling up and it's, it's ridiculous. And I think if, um, you know, my kids... Kids are a great kind of, um, uh, I don't know, uh, they call you out on stuff. Uh, they don't let you hide. And they have a kind of a, a purity and an honesty. And so, um, you know, when my kids kind of call me out on things, they might call me out on something like, you know, why are you getting so mad? Or why are you, you know, <laughs> complaining about that driver or, you know, the whatever it is, the, the small irritation in life. And then I'll usually try to justify it with like, that guy doesn't know what he's doing or what's happening, you know, and I, what I'm doing is I'm clinging to this anger. I'm holding on to this sin, you know, because it's a kind of consolation. It's a kind of self justification that like, I'm in the right, they're in the wrong. I am correct, you know, and that, and I think that that experience is common to all of us, right? That's we, not, not just the driving stuff, but everything, you know, whether it's uh, dealing with coworkers or family or, um, you know, the world at large, you know, politics. Oh, goodness, we shouldn't talk politics ever. But like, you know, politics tend to get people very much worked up about, you know, um, things that stir up a kind of anger within us. And then we hold on to it because we want to justify that, you know, the person that we're 
you know, rooting for the political world or whatever the thing is. But it's an interesting phenomenon how we can experience anger and wrath. Um, and then when we're kind of called out on it, we tend to um, try to self-justify. We have this strange habit because of original sin and because of our our actual sins that we commit, we tend to hold on to these um, these sins. And it's it's obviously wrong. It's obviously something that we shouldn't do. So it's an interesting observation that we have here in the uh, the Old Testament reading of just kind of this basic human reality that anger and wrath are going to be stirred up within us and that we tend to kind of justify them and hold on to them for silly reasons, reasons that, you know, are not worth it. It's not uh, not right. And so kind of skipping ahead to, you know, the we start with the first line we're talking about here. But if you skip, uh, skip down to the last line here. There's a little bit of a remedy, you know, for how to maybe how to overcome this, because, yeah, we can maybe identify, you know, the truth of like, you know, I get irritated and angry easily over petty things. And I tend to hold on to these things and justify these things. And if someone calls me out on them, I'll just point out what they're doing wrong and then, you know, spiral in this terrible world of of hatred. Um, so the last line of uh, uh, the reading we'll hear on Sunday says, think of the commandments, hate not your neighbor. Remember the most highest covenant and overlook faults. And, you know, that's, you know, a very simple, but very practical and concrete way, I think, maybe to um, try to overcome these habits that we have towards anger, the disposition we have towards getting upset about things, and then kind of our refusal to um, seek forgiveness, um, whether it's from an actual person that we are in relationship with or, you know, seek forgiveness from God to the mysterious driver in the, uh, you know, silver car that cut me off this morning or whatever. Um, so I, I think there's some interesting things, you know, when we think, it just going to look very quickly at the, um, these, this last sentence again, because there's, there's four different recommendations. Think of the commandments. Okay. So, um, the commandments, the law that God gives, uh, through Moses, but for us who are living now in the new covenant, right? We have not only the 10 commandments, but fulfilled in the law of love that Jesus gives to love the Lord above all else and to love our neighbor as ourselves. So if we're thinking of the commandments, we're thinking of like right actions and what is the, the right way to behave. And, and in this law of love that Jesus gives to us, like, am I actually loving, you know, my neighbor, that driver, my coworker, my wife, my kids, whatever it is, am I actually loving them? So being reminded of like the moral obligation that we have, you know, okay, that's a good way to kind of like squash that, that, disposition towards anger hate not your neighbor okay well you know that seems pretty straightforward but you know it's interesting because um hate uh, saint john paul ii saint pope john paul ii said this and i'll try to be brief but saint john paul ii said that the opposite of love is not hate it's use right but we tend to think of hate as kind of this like the ultimate evil thing we can do um, and John Paul II would say, no, it's use, but hate is still pretty terrible. But hate implies a kind of passion, a kind of um, emotion. You talked about this, Father, like kind of the emotional stirrings within us, right? And so if we're experiencing a kind of hate, it implies a kind of um, relationship with that, right? We don't we don't hate like the weather, you know, I mean, we might say that, but we don't have like passionate, like it's it's a disconnect, but we have these experiences of hate because there's a there's a personalism there. And I think that if we recognize that there's a kind of a human being at the other end of this passion, again, it helps us to kind of, um, I don't know, regulate or, or kind of um, put a certain perspective on this 
wickedness, this anger that we're experiencing. Um, next one, remember the Most High's covenant. You know, for us that that it, it's not just the the Old Testament, but fulfilled in the blood of Christ and the cross, right? And what the Lord has done to us that He's forgiven our sins. And you know, if He's willing to take on, you know, the suffering of the cross and the, and, and move through the passion to the glory of the resurrection for the sake of forgiving me and how wretched and undeserving I am, like how small the thing it is for me. So again, practical advice. And the last thing is overlooking faults, right? Every one of us has faults. We all know this. And so it's it's not about like, um, you know, just being a sucker who gets beat up on and just always gets cut off in traffic. And I'll always be the person who gets like abused and Christians are the ones who just have to hang their heads in sorrow because we can't, you know, do anything for ourselves. But it's about recognizing like, yeah, there are other people who have faults and have done something, but I'm going to look past them. To, again, recognize what Christ has done for me, to um, uh, recognize that the other person is a human person, and to recognize that there is a moral law that I am bound to, this law of love. So anyway, maybe some practical advice, but um, as always, every Sunday we always say this, but there's a lot you could talk about. And But for the interest of your time and everyone's time, <laughs> I'll stop talking there. <laughs> well, you know... And you know us, uh, we are the talkers here, um, and we do a lot to, to talk and uh, share, you know, what God is speaking uh, to us or through us, to you guys. Um, and we do that with great joy uh, to bring it all closer to you. And of course, we are the ones who are listening to. We are not only talking, we are listening to. So I hope um, this will help you to embrace a little bit stronger uh, what the Lord speaks to you this weekend. And uh, see, maybe maybe there is someone who really is awaiting your forgiveness or you are awaiting forgiveness and come to the Lord. He is waiting here uh, to do that for, for you. God bless you and we'll see you all this coming Sunday. Bye. Bye, everybody.